welcome to What Shall We Say to These Things. This is a side conversation and I'm TJ. Yes, I'm MJ and we won't be talking about something interesting. Um, <laughs> it's we, we were originally going to talk about why we think um, millennials, well, young people, Gen X to millennials and maybe borderline Gen Zs are leaving organized religion. But then we realized that, that we don't have the... Um, the what's the word we we're not qualified to talk about that we could talk about why we're finding finding it difficult to remain in our organized mm, religion because mm. like we are the experts on the topic. <laughs> 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 yes um but i will let tj take over because like she's been experiencing this longer um <gasps> than than i have i my mind is a recent frustration and um exasperation so <sighs> where do i begin Okay, so like, we, we, our parents, more so our father, right? He, he, you cut him open and he bleed organization. <laughs> <laughs> like, this is something he's truly passionate about. Like, mm-hmm. particularly the de- denomination we belong to. Um, he believes in it. Like, yeah, he's the, he's the advocate, you know, the, the, um, the, there's another word. Not advocate. It's like, the, the person who stands up and defends I don't know but yeah he's that person yeah. and so our experiences our life experiences have more or less revolved around the systems within the, the organization mm-hmm. so I was born in a hospital that belonged to um, our religious organization from primary up to my first degree was all within the, ed- mm. the organization's educational system. My first experience in education outside of the system was when I went to do my master's. Mm. Um, and by that time, I was like 23, 24. Um, so for like the first 21 years of my life, and like prior to... From the time I, from the time I was born until I was about, let's say, 10? Mm-hmm. We always lived on compounds that oh. belonged to the organization. Okay. So, like, my friends were other workers' kids. Mm-hmm. Should I mention that? Did I say that he worked for the organization? Uh, no, we haven't said that. He worked for the. He used to work for the organization. Um. And so, like, my friends were the other other workers' children. Um. These were also people I used to go to school with. We were not necessarily in the same class, but we went to the same schools. Mm-hmm. Um. And so, while. I may not be as conservative as MJ is. Like, my life view, my life, the scope of my life, my worldview has, has largely been, for the greater part, um, shaped and mm. molded by my experiences within the organization. And therein lies the problem, right? Because particularly when I went to do my bachelor's degree, I began to have very, very negative experiences with um I, I want to make the distinction here because within our particular denomination they make the differentiation between the organization and the church mm-hmm. i started having issues with both okay um and i think in terms of the education system because we went to the same school to do our, our bachelor's degree mm-hmm. you had you possibly had worse experiences than me when it came to um like personal experiences oh okay right um in terms of having to interact with, I didn't used to interact with people, right? Um, and so, leaving university, I left 
with a very very shaky relationship with God for mm-hmm. starters, um, which was ironic coming out of religious, <laughs> uh, where like religious courses were mandatory, mm-hmm. um, and like with a very very shaky shaky relationship with God, I held a very very cynical view of the organization, um, not its belief systems, no, because even as I am on the verge of re- being ready to leave the organization and like denounce all association with the organization i still maintain the belief system mm-hmm. um but it I can't be that out of you <laughs> take a try um yeah uh, but but like these were the things that i left one of our organizations with a core relationship oh, okay. with god mm-hmm. a very very cynical view of the organization and then i came back home and I began having issues with the church because here I was this young woman who had just come from a very youth-centric mm. um, church, church. Mm-hmm. right? Where there were, while well, like a lot of the programs were not, um, they're not tailored, were not oh. tailored, mm-hmm. but there were still programs in place for young people, like and a lo- a large percentage of them were by young yeah, people yeah, as exactly. well. And I think exactly. that's what's significant. Yeah. So even when it was not, like, even when we were not the target audience, just seeing that the program is being led out by other young people, mm-hmm. there was still some kind of connection. Mm-hmm. So I came back home and... You struggled. For more than one reason, right? One, there were no programs catered to me as a young person. But that may have very well been because there were no young people Pretty left nice. for them to cater yeah. to, right? And so there was nobody for me to have any connections or fellowship with mm-hmm. for start for start with. Granted, like I have social issues, like I don't make friends. Like I have the same, I've had the same like two three friends for the last twenty years. Mm-hmm. So I have issues. So like <laughs> I can't blame I can't blame them directly for my lack of fellowship. However, there was also at that point nobody my age mm. um also at my place in life mm. um left right. so the only other person who was my age and my place in life had been at university with me and then had proceeded to not come back okay. right um because she got married mm. maybe i should have done that <laughs> um yeah and so i was having a twofold struggle of there's nothing here for me because there's nobody else here like me. Mm. Are they going to like cater an, an entire program just for me as an individual? You understand? Mm-hmm. Like, and then as the years progressed, and the members of the younger generation—well, not younger generation, but the younger people—began began to age and somewhat straddle my age bracket. Mm-hmm. Somewhat. <laughs> like, we're talking about within the last five years, mm-hmm. five, five, six years. Um, whether the age gap not, doesn't not, the gap doesn't seem as, as wide yeah and it, it's not just about the gap but like the the point in life mm-hmm. right has not seen as wide i have been hoping that okay there are more of us now mm-hmm. there are actually young people here to cater to to design programs and plan for and no it's still not no. happening so so my personal issues have been with um being in the organize being in and I should also mention that I've worked for the organization. <laughs> That's a whole other ball. Yeah. Um and I and I don't think like 
at the point in time where I worked for the organization, I did not have issues with administration. Mm-hmm. My issues mostly lied with coders. Okay. And can I can I can I say what I was doing? Like would that that sell you out? Would it? Yeah. Okay. But like basically it was we were in we were we were in a particular role where it was critical for us to be Christ-like. Mm-hmm. Like there would have been long-term um possibly life-changing consequences mm-hmm. for us not being Christ-like. Mm-hmm. And I saw I didn't I didn't like I'm not saying I saw like the results of their actions, but I saw coworkers who were not necessarily always behaving in Christ-like manners. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's understandable yes. because you have um, you have bad days, you have bad moments, you have weak moments, yes. and that's we're not ex- we're not saying that you can, you're not allowed to. Yeah. But when it it is reoccurring, and you see the same patterns and behaviors from the same people, this is what seven eight years later, mm. there's a problem. There's a problem. Yeah. And I think I think that is my biggest issue. Um, I don't want, like, we human, we human, and I'm not expecting anything other than human humanity. That's the wrong word, humanness, I guess, mm-hmm. and 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 like imperfection. I'm not ex- not I'm not not expecting that. My problem is like denying that there is a problem. Mm-hmm. That is the experience I've had. I want us to be like, yes, there is a problem. This is a problem. Let's be open and honest about it. Because there is a problem. There is a problem. There is a problem with the organization on a whole. Because of, like, it doesn't matter where you go. The culture is the same. So it Mm -hmm. has to be an issue with the organization and not the individual people. But I want us to come clean and be like, this is an issue. We haven't figured out how to solve the issue. But instead of saying that, we're not going to um, just shove it under the carpet mm-hmm. and pretend like it doesn't exist because like we can see it exists and that that is the we problem we can see the bump under the carpet <laughs> yeah uh, that and and it's also not a real carpet it's a see-through um piece of plastic <laughs> we can see it we can see it and that is my biggest issue i felt like um like people think i'm stupid they think the young people are stupid and they can't see what's going on and like they don't they're not going to feel like they're being pushed aside and ignored and their needs are not being met and we just expected to like just sit back and be like this is how we are saved uh and that's what's most important when i'm an adult i'll be catered to yeah like and, and that is that is a like a big issue for me as well um a lot of us are we are appreciated and valued only as what we can offer few in the future potentially our potential not mm-hmm. as right now human beings who jesus died to save and who need help in developing our relationship with him like mm-hmm. in in the, as individuals um like i got no help whatsoever from this organization in developing my relationship with god and like i think like i think they helped mash mine up that's what i'm saying i'm saying like yes all of us have to have individual relationships with god it's not supposed to be attached to our religion it's not supposed to be attached to our denomination it's not supposed to be attached to our local church it's not supposed to be attached to our parents it's not supposed to be attached to our school i get that but those all of these are supposed to facilitate the development and i feel like 
like looking back all those did was help mine like like give me issues that's like 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 i a lot of the struggle i've had has been rooted in not and it's the thing is is not in the belief system of the the religion it's it's in the, the demonstration <laughs> and the practices and mm. the behaviors that you see and um the expectations that are like are are common and, and rampant in the in the circle that um this is how you are supposed to be and if this is not how you are then something is wrong with you and um it's just this 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 tying of church going and church mm-hmm. participation to an individual relationship with god that that i think that that going and participation is a direct reflection of how good your relationship is exactly mm-hmm. and um and it's in finding out that wait wait like those two are not even like connected like my salvation has literally nothing to do with me attending church services it's finding that out and realizing that like these sa- same church services were the means of like so much of my anxiety and like my like dissatisfaction with where i was um in my walk with god if finding that out and um because of the pandemic having to um like step back and like not even intentionally um miss those services and realizing that this is when my relationship is flourishing has been this eye-opening experience and i can only imagine that this is what a lot of young people have been experiencing mm-hmm. um when they leave the the organization and um it's it's in a sense frustrating to understand that like if i were to ever be open about that that i would be looked down upon by all the generations who believe that going to church is the only way that you're going to be saved. Like I couldn't say what I what my thought was. <laughs> I'm down. very good. I'm very good, very good. I'm very I'm very proud of you. Yes, I'm very proud of you. I'm not saying it. Um Yeah, um I have not had as much exposure as TJ has to the organization. I haven't worked for them. Um I wasn't born in a, in one of their hospitals, but like largely um most of my experience has been shaped by the education system and it wasn't it wasn't like primary school was fine i was oblivious and ignorant and mid secondary school is when i started to become aware of like oh these are people who profess to be christians oh these are people who are not behaving like people who um who profess to be christians usually behave or you expect them to behave mm. um these people don't seem to care about other people these people don't seem to love other people. These people um, are kind of actually kind of behaving the opposite of what um, the biblical Christian mm-hmm. is described as. Um, maybe there's something wrong here. Maybe, maybe, maybe there's something wrong here. <laughs> <laughs> and so um, that experience was jarring for me as well. It largely happened at university, like <laughs> like TJ was saying. I, I don't know that we could compare our experiences. I don't know that I could say that I had more negative personal experiences, but I know that there were a lot. And like, it just opened my eyes to 
like I'm still very emotional about it. Like when I think about the things that um were said to me, um the things that the the and like it was it wasn't me alone. It wasn't me alone. The thing the way a lot of us were treated it's so upsetting to me that um this is this is the experience that people have of Christianity. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. like a lot of uh, there were a lot of non Christians mm-hmm. who who have this the same experiences, and I'm like, if this is their first experience with Christianity, like I will not blame them for not wanting to be a part of this. Mm-hmm. This, is, this is if we who were born into it are, are, are like the same right. I don't want this. What? Well, how yeah. do we expect other people? So it was, it was, it was heartbreaking. It was, um, and I, I think that that's the difference between TJ and I. I'm, st- I'm still heartbroken over it, um, over my, my coming to know the truth, my, mm. my realization of things are not what I thought they were. Things are not how they are supposed to be. I'm still very heartbroken over it. And she's like, Avenue. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think. I don't, I think, um, you being the last child, you were sheltered from some things. Mm -hmm. Um, there were conversations that were had in my presence. Um, I don't, I don't know that it was like deliberately, Mm -hmm. um, but just as an older sibling, there were certain things that were said in passing, things that were said in conversations to me, um, with me that like raise red flags for me mm. um possibly even before i went to university but yeah no so but so certain things were said and like it was not even necessarily like bad things it was yeah. just like things conversations about what was happening what was going on and i was like this does not match up with what we profess mm-hmm. um what we claim and i think um i think it like you could simply simplify it as there's a disconnect between christ and the christianity yeah um and so over the years as i began to see it and um i wrote uh, i wrote like during (laughs) during my university years i was very very anti our um denomination (laughs) Not that I was anti-denomination, but I was very, very. Vocal? It wasn't. It was not quite vocal because mm-hmm. it was like it was. It was not like I wasn't speaking. I guess that's still vocal. Um, but I used to write Facebook think pieces, um, in Facebook notes about issues and challenges I was having with the organization mm. and something like that. And I think one of one of the things I wrote about specifically was that we give more importance to our policies and procedures than people. And um, mm. I think I think that is at the heart of the challenge you are having with a lot of what you want to see done. Um, mm. A lot of what you think, well, not you think, a lot of what the Bible talks about as being important mm. as Christians. Um, and I think we are, the organization, not because not we, um, I think the organization tends to be sidetracked sometimes by 
having to follow not that we shouldn't follow policy i think following policy is very very important but i think at the end of the day the well-being of people we'll your always. people um some people who are not even your people will always should always be more important i feel like the well-being of people mm-hmm. should come first um as long as like as long as there are no legal implications yeah. i think we put our people first and sometimes even when they are legal <laughs> Let's deal with them, but let's take let's care, take of, care of our people. Like let's make sure our people are okay. Mm. Um, so yeah, and that, that's 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 my heart. My heart. This is not relevant, but that that I think that needs to extend to, not like to that <laughs> that also explains our denomination's approach to mental health. Mm. Um, in the sense that, like, I think it's also, as where we stand, there's also a cultural implication that is not just um, the religion, there's also... Um, cultural stigma. Right. Mm-hmm. But just, there's just no um, regard for people and um, their well-being. And that's, whether it's physical well-being, with mental, whether it's mental well-being, um, I don't know if it's because it's uncomfortable or like people like the organization just general genuinely thinks it's not important and i think you see that like having been someone who has worked for the organization i think you see that very clearly in how they treat their workers mm. and um i have a friend who's currently trying to get out of working for the system um and like you say like there's it, for in her case like a large chunk of it outside of other aspects of frustration a large chunk of it is that her mental well-being is not in the best place being in that position and so and i I think i think like you rightly saying outside of the because like we could be the ones to change the cultural expectations and the cultural stigmas like if we as an organization decide we're going to push this as a campaign Mm -hmm. we're going to promote this we're going to encourage our members and our, our, our um our workers and everybody involved to like go for this then there will be a shift but it's it's that's clearly not important it's clearly not important it's not on the agenda um and that's I mean, if we wonder what is on the agenda <laughs> that's what i don't i don't i don't understand i don't know what's more important than people i i have not been able to understand Ah, yeah um but like like i'm hurt and i'm sad and like i don't know that it'll ever be different and that's to me that's the saddest part Mm -hmm. that i do not i do not predict a change i do not predict uh you know you know one of those um revolutions Mm -hmm. and you know yeah are you saying that we we guillotine people not that kind of revolution. <laughs> no, thank you. No, thank you. Um, yeah, I'm. But um, but I think I think you are, like, with the weight of, even like the weight of your emotion is not, like, I'm not saying that's a good thing, right? Because mm. I don't think God wants you to be sad and heartbroken, especially not over a religious organization. But I think it also keeps you in a good place 
Um, like you're not like me who's apathetic. You are. You. St- I don't know if you. St- you're hopeful, but like, no. you're not. You're not. What is the word? You're still ready to work, even if it's not necessarily for them or with them. You're still ready to get what you want to see done. And for, I, I can't I can't speak for other people, but I feel like I sense sometimes that when a lot of young people get to that, get to the point you're at, they just wash their hands of the situation. And they're like, I'm done. And they just move on. And you get one of three things where they either just completely distance themselves from the practices and the belief system of the organization you get those who are like me where they're like i still maintain the beliefs but i still want to be distanced from the organization mm-hmm. and then you have the third party who are like well there's a maybe a third and a fourth the third one who are like this system did not work for me let me see if i can find another system mm-hmm. that works for me okay. and then you have the fourth one like i don't want anything to do with religion i don't want uh. anything to do with anything um down with church and and religion and in some in some instances, it's even down with spirituality. Because some mm. some some of them, like the first group, they maintain their spiritual life. They maintain a connection with God. They maintain a relationship with God. But then you get those who are like, this has been a terrible experience. I don't this want has to hurt me. I don't yeah. want to have a repeat of this. I want nothing to do with this. If if these are people who worship God, I don't want anything to do with God. Yeah. And that's so tragic to me. That's so tragic to me that, um, like, to have that kind of um, influence over uh, whether people like whether people leave or not and not treat it with awe not be mindful of it yeah, yeah. And, and just be so careless and reckless I I, I like, I like, I like I've heard it multiple times like, like um, you're not at, at in church from people you're in church for God but a large part of staying in any type of community has to do with how you are treated mm. and when you feel welcomed when you feel like there's fellowship when you feel like there's community you are more likely to stay the only reason we um we go to churches for the fellowship and the um for the the exchange of ideas right we could exchange ideas at home we've been doing that <laughs> <laughs> um like if you're not getting the fellowship what is the point what is the point mm-hmm. yeah and like i f- i feel like Honestly, I've had more growth and development in the last year. In the last year, when I've not been attending church services um, because of the pandemic, uh, than I had attending them. Like um, church service days used to be so hectic. Those were the days I didn't used to do my devotion because I'm rushing out of the house. I used to be so stressed, so on edge, um, so uh, just not having a good day <laughs> and um now like this is one of my favorite days like um i wake up um when i'm ready although i, I kind of do that every day <laughs> but yeah i get to spend time um you know studying the bible you know and fellowshipping with my sister mm. yeah amen <laughs> it's it's a different experience and i think that um if only church services could um, 
could hone that in, could um, provide that to other people, I think we'd be heading in the right direction. But I don't know that. I'm not expecting it. I've, I've gotten to the point where I'm like, I am not hopeful. I don't think that this is going to happen in my lifetime. Um, but that it still makes me sad. And like, you said it would not happen in your lifetime. And I'm like, I was like, that, that's not like, because like in our lifetime, I'm, I'm anticipating that we'll see a new generation coming to come into leadership. But like, I don't think that one generation is enough to change an entire situation. Situ- yeah. um, it's um, it's a system. System, right? And the second part is that with so many of the younger generations leaving, will there be any leadership left? Yeah. And my biggest challenge has been that I don't think the leaders know what's happening. I think they, they've been so focused on everything else that they're not seeing the exodus happening right before their eyes. There's just... If they're seeing it, they're ignoring it intentionally. They're like, oh, in denial. Well, in denial. Because this thing like, Oh, young people have been leaving. Like from, for the entire history of the organization, we've had young people leaving. Like, have you had young people leaving in these in, droves. In droves? Like, and and it's it's like there's like there's just this norm, right? Where people leave as young people, they go out and then they gen- generally eventually come back. These but young people are not, not coming back. back. They're not coming back. They're not so, coming back at all, at all, at all. Yeah. So I don't know. But I'm proud of you because you have made the decision that you are going to be the change that you want to see. And I'm gonna put my money, my money, <laughs> I'm gonna support you. I give you my, I give you my little money. Once I have money, I'll support you on your, your ventures and your efforts. Cause I think, I, th- I think, if I don't want to say collectively, but like if we get a couple of people who make that decision to to do something about the change you want to see, where they who want to who want to. Um, live as Christians like who want to do the things that the Bible calls us to do as Christians mm-hmm. then I think in a sense we could have that revolution it would be one from the inside yeah. that's the only way it's going to happen it's not going to come from the high ups I've uh, um, accepted that I've acknowledged that it has to come from the individual's Okay, so, oh wow, we did another 30 minutes. And I don't think there's much cutting out to do. Mm, check it out. Okay. There might be some lulls. Okay. Yeah, um, so, I think we, I think we, do we need to summarize this one? I think this I one think was more put together yeah. and cohesive. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, so this was our take on the, our difficulties with our, with organized religion, specifically our denomination. Um, let us know if you have um, any advice or if you're dealing with something similar how are you coping Um, we'd love to hear from you and um, yeah this has been uh, what shall we say to these things side conversation I'm TJ and I'm MJ until Until next time we're we're out. out